When we're racing, I'll always refuse a chance to let him overtake. Cause he stole the design for my rear diffuser, my front wheel and my brakes. The spy who left me. The spy who left me. Hello and welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. I'm Richard Porter and Zog's mate, Gareth. Uh, I'm Gareth and Richard Porter's mate, Zog. And I am Gareth Jones and Zog's mate, Richard Porter. Now this is very convenient. That we, Thank you. We're actually recording from a different location today. I don't know if the programme sounds any different. Does it sound any different? Let's listen. That still sounds like North London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recorded uh, on location at Richard's house today. Very good. Thank you, Richard. Hey, Richard's following. Yeah. The hot thing is this whole spying business in Formula One. Here's a suave secret agent. Wherever there's danger, he'll be. You know he'll always get results for you, darling. Unless he's in a Grand Prix. Honda Pussy. What the... Bottom, what are you doing in my apartment? Good evening, Em. I was in the area and I thought I'd drop by. You know, I always thought M was a randomly assigned letter. I had no idea it stood for Max Mode. You say another word and I'll bump you down to Spiker. What are you doing here, Bottom? There's something hairy happening in F1, M, And I'm not talking about Nick Heidfeld. It's spying, Em. Spying? My intelligence says documents have been going missing. With your permission, I'd like to investigate. Very well, Button. Get on with it. Oh, and Button, the World Championship. Try not to muck it up too late. Good afternoon, sir. Welcome to the Paddock Club. Good afternoon. I'm here to meet... Felix Speedster. Jensen, how you doing, buddy? I'm well, Felix. What does the CIA know about spies in F1? Jensen, old buddy, we've been monitoring this for a while. Our intel says that the guy behind this is known as Ron. You might want to check out his lair. They call it Paragon. Thanks, Felix. Anything else? Sorry, buddy, I I can't help you. Then I'm afraid this is goodbye, Felix. What? You won't be cutting me up on the first corner ever again. But, gents, I've been fired! Yes, you have. Hello, sir. Welcome to Paragon. Good morning. Your name, sir? Button. Jensen Button. Oh, really? If you're going to use a made-up name, you could come up with something more convincing than that. I'm here to see Mr. Dennis. Good morning, Mr... Button. No, really, what is your name? It's Jensen Button, definitely. I was expecting a Mr. Dennis. Ron is unavoidably detained at the moment. I am Dr. No 
Albert Haug. I will show you around our facility. Walk this way, Mr. Button. If I could walk that way, I wouldn't be wearing these racing boots. In here, we have our computer brain. We have completely synthesized Adrian Newey's mindset. In here is our new wind tunnel. Come in, Mr. Button. Why don't you have a closer look at the McLaren Mercedes technology? Why, thank you. Hog, what's going on? You're trapped, Mr. Button. When I turn on the fan, all the oxygen will be sucked from your body. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Button. I expect you to drive. No, wait, that's just the line I used when we did this for Fernando Alonso. Forget I said it, okay? Basically, I'm just going to kill you. Your lamina flow is poor. Look at the vortices. The vortices, Mr. Button. Goodbye, Jensen. <laughs> Not so fast, Hog. The name's Kiltard. David Kiltard. 014. <laughs> You're pushing me into the fire. What happened to him? I got a touch of wind. Coolthard, how did you get in here? Oh, I've still got a key. What are you doing now? My watch contains a remote detonator. I got it from Adrian Q.E. The instant I press this button, the whole place will be flooded with a sickly and foul-smelling energy drink. Let's get out of here this second. Second? That's first of the losers. Ron Dennis, we meet at last. Read the level of intrigue of the alleged data acquisition opportunity being maximised to its full potential given the circumstances. What? You won't find any stolen documents here, gentlemen, and even if you did, there's insufficient evidence to issue any penalty. Well, that's just ridiculous. What kind of deranged evil genius could be behind this? Hello, gentlemen. Eccleston, I might have known you'd be behind this. You'll never get away with this. Formula One won't tolerate such injustice. Oh, I don't know. I still managed to charge 120 quid to get into the British Grand Prix. Come on, 0012. Let's get out of here. Quite right, 007. See you in hell, Dennis. What, the traffic trying to leave Silverstone? My lovely factory. It's all sticky. And it smells like the floor of a hospital. No! Well, this whole F1 spying scandal seems to have reached a dismal and unsatisfactory conclusion. Much like uh, my career at McLaren. Can I get you a drink, 0014? Thanks very much. I'll have a Red Bull. Shaken, not stirred. Damn it, you should have gone for stir. 
Your espionage is excellent Your aerodynamics poor Lap times are important When you're racing for your life There's documents left in the Xerox machine You had to blame your wife The spy who lapped me The spy who lapped me The spy who lapped me Girls in gold and diamonds Intrigue sometimes heaven Checked into a hotel in Monte Carlo In room 007 He's always gathering data On and off the track He'll out-qualify you Don't deny He'll stab you in the back The spy who lapped me He overtook me His word is not his bond He'll take the win And then he's gone When we're racing I'll always refuse A chance to let him overtake Cause he stole the design for my rear diffuser My front wheel and my brakes The spy who lapped me The spy who lapped me He overtook me, yeah I guess you think this tale is new Cause it's shocking and dirty But there were British Grand Prix spies telling lies Way back in the 1930s Every lap they drove like gentlemen Played fair and kept it clean But when they left the track at night the work was dark Surveillance unseen The Nazis had Mercedes Critic seaman at the wheel Van Wiss, Williams, Wimberly A work for the SOE The spy who left me The spy who left me Zog, you're the most learned amongst us. I don't know about that. Do you, do you understand what happened here? Can you give us a precedent? I, I, I don't think any of us know. I mean, we know a certain amount from what's been reported in the press, which is inevitably a slightly selective version of 
of the truth of what originally happened, you know. The sequence of events are something like this, though, aren't they? First of all, some white powder was alleged to have been fa- found on a Ferrari. Or yes, but then that was traced to hiring Lindsay Lohan as uh, chief mechanic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always... It's a risk, isn't it, when you cross Formula One with Hollywood? <laughs> um, second of all, these documents alleged to have turned up in the possession of Mike Coughlin, who mm-hmm. was Ferrari's chief designer. And then... McLaren's. Sorry. McLaren's. It is confusing, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> it's academic <laughs> anymore, isn't yeah. it? Apparently, yeah. But yeah, but, but, but Mike Cochran or, or Mike Cochran's wife took a whole bunch of documents down to a copy shop to have them photocopied. Yeah. And, Did uh, you see as well that the copy shop or one of them involved has some uh, statements on its website from satisfied customers, including yeah. Mrs. Cochlear. Yeah, that's really? true. Yeah. Yeah. In the testimonials. There are two very clear testimonials saying that oh, what a wonderful service. And she's billed as Trudy Cochlan Tyrrell, because she used to work for the Tyrrell mm. Corporation, organisation. <laughs> Damning evidence. Did they post those before or after all this? I'm uh, guessing before. And I'm, we should check back and find out if they've gone now. But, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll but put yeah, the link but, up. But apart from the saga of the, the documents and where the documents were stolen and whether somebody passed documents to somebody else and whether McLaren knew about it as a team and that side of it there's you know it, it's been getting more more interesting with the uh, with car chases taking yep, yeah, place yeah. in Italy and uh, you know Nigel Stepney says that he'd been you know been followed by uh, various guys in cars he managed to corner one of these cars on one occasion tried to get the guys to speak they wouldn't say anything and he you know he's given uh given registration numbers to the police yeah. and apparently they're looking into it so so maybe maybe we'll hear some more of that or maybe we won't but it's uh yeah, there's a lot going on. Mm. This is very extraordinary mean, as well. Thuggish behaviour and organised crime in Italy, of all places. You wouldn't oh, expect yeah. that. Never completely no, out no, of character. No. Okay, so the resolution as it stands at the moment. Affidavit. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Craig, David. Affidavit. As I understand it, the present resolution of this at the moment is that having met with the FIA. Council, the World Sporting Council, what's it called? Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure what it's called, but, it, but it's, it's, it's kind of, yes, yeah, a senior uh, FIA tribunal, mm. which he Mc- is... McLaren were found guilty of possessing 700 pages of documents belonging to Ferrari, mm. but were not sentenced, as it were, because they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Now... That's and just Ferrari a bit have put out uh, statements saying they're disgusted and all this sort of stuff. One of the things they cited earlier on was the fact that McLaren pulled them up on having that flexible floor mm-hmm. and possibly quite rightly said, well, how would they know we got a flexible floor unless they had some insight into our engineering? Because you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And if the FIA hadn't spotted it in scrutineering, it's clear that somebody with access to engineering plans... Had uh, had tipped them off. Well, and as as the thing was, you know, unfolding, it, it did seem to me that one of the likely explanation, one one of the things that was likely at the heart of the whole thing was simply that, yeah, somebody at Ferrari had tipped off somebody at McLaren mm. about what they were doing on the flexible floor. Maybe somebody who was a bit unhappy with their position at Ferrari. Yeah. Um, and what, like uh, Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, in a sense, McLaren may have got an advantage this season, mm. but in, in an entirely legitimate way, if yeah. you like, by by protesting 
uh, you know, a technical infringement that, that yeah. Ferrari... Well, exactly. I mean, it's funny that Ferrari is sort of whining about bringing the sport into disrepute. Ferrari, who've never <laughs> cheated or done anything dodgy ever, 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 they're ever. Whining their hearts they're whining about being grassed up. Yes. You? <laughs> That's what it comes down to. I reckon it, this is not a case of the sport being brought into disrepute. I think this is great. I think it's yeah. wonderful that this is massive, dramatic, almost Bond-esque level of intrigue in F1 at the moment. And actually, it's not bad for the sport at all. It's great for the sport. We love the backstory. We love the soap opera. And look, we're talking about it now. And if we're talking about it, everyone is. So people are noticing F1. Well, it's hitting. You know, it's hitting real news headlines, if you like, rather than sporting news headlines. So, it, so yeah. in, in that sense, um, it's good. However, I think it only remains, if you like, a, a good bad publicity story for F1, F1 as long as. You know, it's individuals who are committing the the misdemeanors. Mm. Um, if it turns out that organisations, you know, are, are behind spying, behind uh, getting private detectives or gangsters or whatever to mm. run around in cars yeah. and intimidate people, you know, that's a whole different business. And in all honesty, I I I, I really think that as far as teams go, I'm I'm quite sure that both McLaren and Ferrari as teams, as organisations, haven't been up to anything dodgy because they've both got too much to lose yeah. and they're both just too big and corporate and in bed with too many really straight-laced big corporate yeah. sponsors. So if it's real or it's a, just a fabrication, it's still entertaining. It's entertaining, but if anybody's bringing the sport into disrepute, you know, it's, it, it's individuals rather than companies, I think. Mm, yes. As entertaining as the opening laps of the European Grand Prix, in fact. Imagine if you'd given up wow. on F1 a bit and then you went, oh, this spying scandal's rekindled my interest a little bit. I'll switch on the Euro race. And then you see all that and you'd go, wow, actually, it's not as boring as I remember. So, yeah, maybe it's done some good. Here's a suave secret agent. Wherever there's danger, he'll be. You know he'll always give results for you, darling. Unless he's in a Grand Prix. On You can send an email to Gareth Jones on Speed at onspeed at garethjones.tv. This episode was for your tyres only and made by Whizbang. <laughs>